Hello, everybody. Welcome into Y'all, the show all about the South and the show all about talking with a Southern accent because we not only talk like we do now with a Southern accent, but we put an accent on the South. I'm your host, John Rawl. Hope you all had a great weekend. Mine was above average. I would I would call it a pretty good average. I appreciate my friends Rusty and Caroline harassing me Saturday, and we went out on a sort of a crawl around town, and that was a mini crawl. It wasn't the full-blown crawl, but yeah, adult beverages were part of it, and yes, there was lots of sports and music and even, not me, but lots of cigarette smoking that I had to endure, which I'm okay with that. Hey, people that like to smoke, I'm no hater. I just don't do it myself, but hey, if you want to do it, your, your body, go for it. But yeah, I went to a couple of bars that actually smoking was acceptable, which is hard to find in today's world. So many places, so many towns have ordinances, and there's no lighting up. Come hang with me, and if you like to smoke, then I, I can steer you to maybe a few places that I discovered over the weekend. Well, we're not smoking and joking on this show because we've got a lot of good stuff coming your way on the Y'all Show Later this hour, we're going to be talking all about the news from Tuscaloosa as the guy that steered the Alabama football program at quarterback in 2017, really the entire season minus arguably one play in overtime in the national championship game, he had a lot to say. Jalen Hurts had a lot to say over the weekend when Alabama had its open time for media to come in and ask questions to football players. And he probably said a little bit more than Nick Saban wanted him to. We're going to actually hear Jalen Hurts talk coming up on the program. Plus, we've got an update on other college football news and information. And we also, some bad news for an LSU player, but we also are going to tell you what happened in golf over the weekend. And we'll give you all the all the sports to, st- scoop coming up. Plus, before we get out of here this hour, we're going to talk about the economic impact of going back to school in the South. So many people pulled out the old checkbook big time when little Johnny or little Janie have to go back to either elementary school, middle school, high school, or even college. College is also a major expenditure, as some of you know the pain that I now talk about. And now we've got some audio coming up in this hour that we really want to share with you that gives you a better idea of just how big a business going back to school is. Did you know that going back to school is the second biggest shopping period of the entire year, only behind Christmas? It kind of makes sense, but you don't really think about it being that big. Well, it is that big, and we'll talk about it in our Y'all Street Business Report this hour. Next hour, hashtag Huddlebaloo. We're going to pick on California. And before we get out of here today, Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola Way, He'll be by to talk all kinds of goodness with us, so you don't want to miss that here on the Y'all Show. Our number, 803-816-1170. That is how you can dial up anytime. Text us. We'd love to hear via text, or if you want to leave us a voicemail, we'd take that too. 803-816-1170. On Twitter, we are at y'allshow at y'all.com. Our website address, y'all.com. Our email, y'allshow at y'all.com dot com and twitter at y'all show now we start our headlines from across dixie in oklahoma sadly on saturday five people were killed when their small passenger airplane crashed near ponca city that is in northern oklahoma not far from the kansas line the cause of the crash was not immediately known according to the faa 
it was a single engine extra AEA 400 that was piloted there and it crashed in this town 90 miles north of Oklahoma City. Bad news as so many dying in that plane crash in Oklahoma over the weekend. Now we move on to Alabama and this is a very strange story coming from the Yellowhammer State and it's actually affecting more than just Alabama. Tennessee's in this list of states as well as Texas and that is these states have something called rat lungworm cases being detected in humans. The Centers for Disease Control has advised physicians that rat lungworm has been identified as the cause of meningitis in humans in eight states that include Alabama, Texas, and Tennessee. Other states include New York, Utah, Arizona, but these three southern states all have cases. This is something where a parasite uh, goes in, snails and slugs, and plays a role in getting it from rats to humans. A distasteful life cycle gives the parasite its name, and some unappetizing partners, snails and slugs, play a role in getting it from rats to humans. The worm's preferred hangout is the pulmonary artery of rats, and infected rats pass lungworm larvae in their feces. From there, the larvae are picked up by snails and slugs, mature to the point that they can infect other rats. This is absolutely disturbing to talk about but it is a cause of meningitis in humans, and it's going on right now. Rat lungworm. Ugh. Can we please find another topic to talk about? Okay, let's pick on China. Chinese researchers who visited Arkansas have now been charged with a conspiracy to steal rice technology. Yes, these researchers from China came to the Stuttgart area of Arkansas several years ago, and now they've been charged in this conspiracy to steal the technology of rice production in an alleged attempt to bring this proprietary science back to China. The news release put out by the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Arkansas announced the indictment of Liu Zhong, 49, and Sun Yu, 36, both of China, for conspiracy to steal trade secrets and conspiracy to commit interstate transportation of stolen property. These fellows will probably not come back to the good old USA, similar to the Russians who were recently indicted in the whole goings-on that we know about in Washington, D.C. Hey, back to the creepy and awful insects and varmin category. Florida officials want to use bats to reduce mosquitoes. Can't make this stuff up. Orange County, Florida Commissioner Emily Bonilla says she is working with the Florida Bat Conservancy to install bat houses across her district. Bats are touted as an environmentally friendly way to fight mosquitoes, which are related to illnesses such as Zika and West Nile. So you may see more bats in Florida, and if they're going to be there, hopefully they won't cause other problems, but we also want to see a reduction of mosquitoes. And Mayor Teresa Jacobs of Orlando said she'd rather be bitten by mosquitoes than get rabies, referencing a local 16-year-old Florida boy who died in January after contracting rabies from a bat. Yes, I remember when that story happened. So bats perhaps could be introduced in the Orlando area to fight mosquitoes, but not all happy there. That's still a idea that hasn't come to fruition quite yet to the state of North Carolina, and a U.S. Marine is out of the service 
because of his involvement in the white nationalist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia last year, which, by the way, this weekend is the one-year anniversary of that deadly rally there in Charlottesville. And the Marine, who was part of the group that uh, his name was Lance Corporal Vasilos Pistolas, was kicked out of the Marines last month after serving a jail sentence at Camp Lejeune. And the Marines say that he, this being a part of this group going to Charlottesville was not befitting of the Marine Corps. So he's out. This man who lived in North Carolina at Camp Lejeune, no longer a part of the USMC. In the South, we've got some very rural places that if they had an interstate coming through, connected them to other cities that may be rural too, that would be an enormous benefit. Well, some officials in various southern states are pushing for what would be called Interstate 14. And this proposed interstate would run from West Texas across Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. It would connect places like Killeen and College Station. It would go through central Louisiana across Alexandria. It's kind of a west-east highway. In Mississippi, it would run through Natchez, Laurel, and Meridian. In Alabama, this uh, interstate, if if it came became a reality, would connect the black belt of Selma and Montgomery and go all the way to the border with Columbus, Georgia at Phoenix City and cross over the Chattahoochee at Phoenix City and to Columbus, where it would then go toward Macon and on to Augusta. If you've ever been in places like Augusta and Macon, to get to Augusta, to go to Macon, for example, you've you got to go way out of the way to do that. To get from Macon to Columbus, you kind of got to go out of the way. I know that's just in Georgia, but yes, this interstate would be a major boost to a lot of places if it would become reality. And so with these different states all banding together, perhaps, the fruition and reality of Interstate 14 could come one day. Hey, remember the band Three Doors Down? They rocked it up 15 years ago and such with songs like Kryptonite and When I'm Gone, I'm Here Without You. Well, bassist for the group is in a, in hot water again. He's facing another drug charge as Todd Harrell was arrested over the weekend and charged with introducing narcotics into a correctional facility. The sheriff in Jackson County, Mississippi, that's where Pascagoula is, says the drugs were found during a screening of the incoming mail to the jail. Harrell was arrested in June on a charge of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Deputies responding to an alarm in his home in Jackson County found some marijuana and guns. If convicted of the new charge, he could face up to seven years behind bars. Not good news for Three Doors Down bassist. A former member of that group, I assume they're still touring, but he's got a lot of problems. Todd Harrell of 3DD fame. In New Orleans over the weekend, they released the findings of what was in a Confederate time capsule. This was buried in 1913 underneath the statue of General PGT Beauregard in the Crescent City. And as you probably well know, the city of New Orleans under Mayor Mitch Landrieu removed four Confederate monuments in 2017. And this time council under General Beauregard was opened up and the Lieutenant Governor of Louisiana was on hand and helped open up the copper box, which was stuck to the bottom of the Beauregard pedestal. And it was a, a, quite a discovery as they had U.S. and Confederate money on hand in the time capsule. A lot of newspapers from the time period, um, a Civil War medal that came as a result of serving. It wasn't 
forged during the war, and some turn-of-the-century turn books also in the time capsule in New Orleans. But this time capsule opened because the monument was relocated and disturbed, in my opinion, should never have been touched. Hey, they didn't find any white supremacy material there in the findings. You know, that's the excuse that a lot of these people are using to, to take down these monuments, that these people from 110, 20 years ago were promoting white supremacy by putting up statues, and that's just total nonsense. These people were putting up statues to memorialize Confederate soldiers, many of which were dying 100 years ago, or to remember family members who died in the war, and it's just, oh, don't get me started. NASA, how about NASA? They're going to offer you a chance to go to outer space, and over the weekend, astronauts in Houston, Texas were introduced that are going to be part of a team to help take you to space. Yes, NASA introduced these astronauts who are going to fly on American-made commercial spacecraft to and from the International Space Station. The new astronauts are Sunita Williams, Josh Casada, Eric Bowe, Nicole Mann, Christopher Ferguson, Douglas Hurley, Robert Benkin, Michael Hopkins, and Victor Glover, all astronauts ready to take you to the space station for a small fee. Good news there. From outer space to Kentucky we go. And in Kentucky each summer, they have what's called the Fancy Farm Picnic. And this past weekend, this is where Democratic governors and Democratic representatives from all over the country go to Fancy Farm, which is the very west side of the state of Kentucky. They go out there. This has been going on now for 138 years. And this past weekend, Attorney General Andy Beshear of Kentucky was the only one to formally declare his candidacy for the 2019 race for governor in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Now, this not having being uh, not having quite the number of candidates announced for president of the United States, you can bet your bottom Kentucky dollar that at next year's fancy farm picnic in Kentucky that you'll start seeing some national political figures show up at the picnic. I think it's probably the oldest Democratic get-together in the South, or at least the most famous Democratic get-together that I'm aware of. And they had that this weekend, not as exciting when you don't have the national people there. You did have others there on hand, people like Allison Lundergan Grimes, who ran for, she ran for governor? I think she did. She lost, she's a, she's a secretary of state currently, just had a baby, I think, but uh, or is pregnant now. But yeah, the Democrats in Kentucky getting together over the weekend. To Washington, D.C., if you live in the area, hey, the First Lady of the United States wants you to volunteer to help out with Christmas this year. Yes, Melania Trump, her office sent out a release, and they're looking for Christmas-themed entertainers for the holiday activities going on at the White House this year. They need several hundred volunteers, it looks like. So if you want to help out, they're looking for musicians, including high school bands, choirs, and Christmas-themed entertainers to apply for the opportunity to perform during the holiday open houses through the month of December. Okay, sounds like fun. Now, it says volunteers, so I don't think you're going to get rich helping out Melania Trump, but kind of a neat thing to reach out to local people and see what they can provide for jolly old St. Nick. Hey, Rapper Ludacris. Have you heard of him? Well, he sold well north of 10 million albums in his career. He's been in movies like Hustle and Flow, so he's crossed that line between musician to actor. He's also been in 
some controversies through the years. Well, one new title he may be able to add is Angel. <laughs> and that's because Ludacris, who works out of the Atlanta area, recently paid a grocery bill for the, a woman that couldn't afford it. And she calls him an angel. This woman in Atlanta has been struggling emotionally, physically, and financially since her husband died of brain cancer in 2014. Most recently, she ran into a financial hit of almost $4,000 within one month when she had to get a new hot water, new water heater and didn't get a freelance writing check she was owed. And Ludacris comes to the rescue. So good job, Ludacris, for helping out this Atlanta woman and helping her get by when she was at a very dark period. You know, sometimes these celebrities, this in, in this case, he gets attention for it, but a lot of times celebrities do stuff and never get, they don't want to let it be known what they're doing. In this case, Ludacris, good job, way to go. Now from an angel to a our newest candidate for D-U-M-M dumb. Dum 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 <laughs> to the Palmetto State of South Carolina. The former GOP leader in South Carolina has been arrested for, according to the article, maliciously killing his mother's dog, saying it was God's command. Todd Kincannon, who was executive director of the South Carolina Republican Party, was hospitalized after he violently stabbed his mother's dog to death and blamed it on a command from God. And he's in the Lexington County Detention Center in Lexington, South Carolina. Mm. 37 years old, allegedly admitted to killing his mother's 10-year-old dog, saying, I know I'm the second coming of Christ, and I got a command from God to do it. And a wet rest warrant said, Kincannon intentionally, willfully, maliciously, cruelly, and needlessly killed the pet by choking and stabbing it with two knives. He's been taken to Greenville, South Carolina Memorial Hospital for a mental evaluation. The police said they will arrest him for animal cruelty upon his release. To a uplifting story, to East Tennessee and in Newport, Tennessee, if you're in the mood for some chicken nuggets, well, Newport is the place to be because Newport had an outbreak of chicken nuggets on the highway on Friday. A nugget catastrophe in the heart of downtown Newport after boxes upon boxes of frozen chicken nuggets were strewn about the streets at the intersection of Maine and Woodlawn. Downtown Newport had to be shut down for several hours after a train collided with a tractor trailer carrying the refrigerated chicken nuggets. No one was hurt. That's good. But the Cock County Emergency Management Agency said it would take a while to clean up all the nuggets. And that's sad news. The chicken nuggets on the streets of Newport, Tennessee, probably all had to be discarded. But, but yeah, we love our nuggets in the South. We just don't want to see them go to waste. And in Newport, Tennessee, they were really cleaning up, golly, it looks like millions of chicken nuggets on the streets of Newport. Hmm. Well, this is the Y'all Show. When we come back, we're going to turn our attention away from chicken nuggets and other nonsense of the South to sports news. Alabama was in the headlines over the weekend as the quarterback for the Tide. Well, he kind of went off at the mic. We'll have that coming up, plus other sports news. We'll give you the winner of this past weekend's PGA event in Ohio, and he's got an Alabama Crimson Tide connection. So hang on. The Y'all Show will return after this break. 
Bluestar medicated ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Bluestar soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirabet on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Hey, small business owners. Whether you're known for designing dresses for divas or delivering amazingly accurate accounting, there's something that makes your business great. Investaprint is here to help you tell the world. That's why we're offering 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99. There are hundreds of styles to choose from, easy logo upload, and our team is standing by to help you out. So be bold, be brilliant, and be the person who gets 500 business cards for just $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code 7575 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7575. And it's the Y'all Show, and we talk Southern sports on the Y'all Show in addition to all the other goodness of Southern news and opinion and cooking and Southern books. We've got a great guest coming up later this week that we'll tell you about on the show today, and we just got everything Southern. This is the common thread of the Y'all Show, and I'm your host, John Rawl. I'm the guy that gets to sit in here and kind of steer the ship, and hopefully you're enjoying this Monday edition of y'all. Well, that music there is the Alabama Crimson Tide Band, the Million Dollar Band, and a song that fires up the Crimson Tide Nation when they get to play that one. And it'll be just a few weeks now when the Million Dollar Band can crank it up. We'll have our SEC spotlight on Thursday. We'll be mentioning, of course, Alabama as well as the other 13 members of the SEC. We've got ACC talk coming up on Wednesday. And we'll have our sports land yap on the Tuesday, y'all, where we look at the maybe not so Goliaths of college sports and give them some love on the y'all show. But we can't overlook what happened at Bryant-Denny Stadium this past weekend. No, there there wasn't a game, but there was bloodshed, you could say, going on. Verbal bloodshed between the quarterback for Alabama and kind of 
putting up his dukes against the coaching staff. I'm not saying there's a real fight, but it sure seemed that way. If you heard the comments coming from Jalen Hurts, who was the quarterback of Alabama almost every snap of 2017, minus the second half of the national championship game, he really guided the Crimson Tide to the national championship berth. Well, he was very vocal over the weekend when the Crimson Tide held its media day and he had a chance to speak to the media, and he wasn't holding back. We're going to hear that. And he talks about his role as quarterback with Nick Saban's program and the role that Tua Tagovaola has. He's the youngster from Hawaii that passed that incredible pass in overtime to beat Georgia in the national championship game. And there's been a lot of questions, a lot of fog coming from within the Alabama football program about Jalen Hurts and his future and is Tua going to be given the reins from here on out? And if you listen to what we're about to listen to, you can you can really sense the frustration that Jalen Hurts has, what he's had and what he continues to have. And he couldn't wait to get out there Saturday to Bryant-Denny and tell the media how he truly felt. Kudos to this guy. Here he is. We'll talk about it after you hear from Jalen Hurts on the Y'all Show. Can you take us through your your conversation with Nick about that you're gonna stay? Well, that 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 was kind of taken out of proportion as well because it wasn't a conversation. It, it didn't go like that. Um, I actually went and talked to him about his comments on if he didn't know I, if I'd be here for the first game, and we had a conversation about that, and I was kind of shocked that he said that. But um, me coming at him and trying to see what was going on and all that then. No, I, I told him, and I told him in the June. I told him in June that I'd be here. I mean, it, it, it was never a decision that needed to be made in regards to me leaving. Um, that was something that the kind of general media media placed on me, and something that I never said. Um, so, with that, I told him. I said, like I, I told you already, I'll be here. And then I'm about to graduate in January, so I leave. Even when I'm not in a situation where I think I should leave, you know, I'm here. But you know, why, why do that when you're 15 credits, 15 hours away from graduating? What, what's been your reaction to some of the talk on the outside, whether it's from fans or media, even just kind of making up their mind on who's going to win? Um, I just brush it off. You know, it, it, like I said, it, it's funny to me. Um, it's all silly. Um, and I mean, that, that's the world we live in. You know, it's the reality of it. Like I said, I, I mean, ever since the championship game, you know, people have counted me out. Um, people have said I'm going to go to Texas or go here, whatever it is. Alumni have said that. I mean, the list goes on. But regardless of what people are saying, I'm still here. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, my job is to be the best quarterback I can be, and that's what I strive to do every day. So you were surprised when things were worded how they were at media days? Um, yeah, I, I'd say so. Um, I mean, it, it, and the spring has been so, you know, it, it, it went the way it did. But for me, like I said, I was – I was kind of like, you know, I, I'm not saying anything. So for me, when I look at the things that are being said, and I'm not looking for it, it just comes to me. Um, and when I when I see that those things are being said, I'm like, no, that that's silly. Cause, you know, he said this, he said that. Maybe Coach Saban said this. Um, whoever said whatever, what did Jalen say? Not a thing. Did you want to say something? I mean, during this whole time to kind of clarify your position. Um. Well, I think, like I said, they they didn't they didn't they didn't want me to talk for whatever reason. Um, I get the opportunity to speak now, and I mean I've always 
try to handle handle situations like this and, and handle speaking the best way that I can because in the, the day I'm, I'm representing myself and I'm representing my family back home. What was with, your with the use of social media though, I mean, uh, I mean, you could have in, in some ways did that. It was that also kind of it kind of explicitly told to you that you know maybe you shouldn't post something on social media to kind of answer, I guess, some of these questions. Well, I think it's something that you just, I, I, I mean, it's a this is a situation that is uncontrollable. Coaches can't control this situation. You know, they they dictate who plays, but as far as the other you know, the variations to it, they don't, you know, control it, honestly. Um, and, you know, like I said, this whole spring, ever since the game, um, they kind of wanted to let it play out. You know, they kind of, guess, didn't think it was a thing or tried to let it, let it die down like it wasn't something there because it's always been an elephant in the room. Um, and you know, it was like, for me, no, no one came up to me the whole spring, coaches included. No one asked me how I felt. No one asked me um, what was on my mind. No one asked me, you know, how I felt about the things that were going on. Nobody asked me what my future in, in held, and um, that's that. So now it's like when we try and kind of handle the situation now, it's for me it's, it's kind of late. It's too late. You know, it, it, the narrative has already been, already been created, created. And that was Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts talking to the media over the weekend and his frustration with his role in the Alabama program and specifically his role versus Tua Tagovailoa as these two compete for the quarterback role at Alabama. And amazing stuff. The elephant in the room. I like that comment. And it was a nice play on words there with the Crimson Tide. But Jalen Hurts, give him credit for speaking his mind. And look, he's, what did he say, 15 hours short of graduating. He'll be able to graduate in January I think he said and if he's not given a fair shot and a chance to lead this program I hope he moves on from Alabama after the end of the season where he'll be able to go somewhere immediately and play and help a, a program that needs a quarterback with his experience this is a guy who was part of a national championship team and was quarterback that that minus one second would have been back-to-back -back national championship winning teams Great, great quarterback, obviously pretty good in the classroom. Speaking his mind this past weekend, just have to wonder what happened after Nick Saban, who's not exactly the friendliest guy in the crowd, what he had to really think about hearing his quarterback talk so openly about the relationship he has within the program. Jalen Hurts here on the Y'all Show. In LSU country, Ed Orgeron has suspended a starter, Ed Ingram, indefinitely from the program for an unspecified violation of team rules. And he was a 6'4", 314-pound guard for the Bayou Bengals. Not good news for a team that just started camp over the weekend. And this weekend leaves the Tigers with three returning starters on the offensive line. Coach O said junior college transfer Damian Lewis will be the first team right guard now for the Tigers, Lewis, an early enrollee in January, arrives to Baton Rouge from Senatobia, Mississippi, where he was at Northwest Mississippi Junior College. So uh, news coming from the Bayou Bengals with Coach O suspending one of his players indefinitely and immediately, too. <laughs> now to the NFL ranks we go. Did you see any of the Hall of Fame induction stuff that happened Saturday? I didn't get the chance to watch all of it. I, I saw saw most of it. 
and didn't hear the audio on a lot of it, but I saw it. And it's amazing how some of those speeches seem to just go on and on. And I know this is kind of like talking at your own funeral because it's sort of a highlight of your life, except you're still living as opposed to a funeral. But you just had to wonder why some of these people just kept talking and talking and talking. I know they've earned it. They're in the Hall of Fame. Kudos to them. But let's give some love to our newest members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2018, Bobby Bedard, who is a, listed as a contributor. He's been with the Chiefs and Redskins a long time, and he was inducted over the weekend. Robert Brazil, former linebacker for the Houston Oilers. He played college football at Jackson State. Go Tigers! He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame over the weekend. Clemson alumnus Brian Dawkins, who was a safety for the Philadelphia Eagles and also for the Denver Broncos, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You had former Green Bay Packer Jerry Kramer inducted over the weekend. And former Miami Hurricane Ray Lewis from the Baltimore Ravens led them to a Super Bowl. Lewis was inducted over the weekend. You also had former Marshall Thundering Herd receiver Randy Moss inducted. And golly, to list off all the teams that Randy Moss was a part of would take a couple hours. But, of course, most notably probably with the Titans. He was with the Titans, but he also was with the Minnesota Vikings for probably the longest time. Randy Moss inducted. Brian Erlacher, former New Mexico star who went on to play for the Chicago Bears for 12 years. He was inducted. And the other inductee who was not there, but he had his own ceremony at UTC, his former Tennessee Chattanooga mock, Terrell Owens, played for the 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Bills, and Bengals. He was inducted also, but was not there. He intentionally skipped out on the ceremony to go to his alma mater of UTC and have a nice ceremony. I was I actually, I saw the video. He, he had his gold jacket on there at Chattanooga, and I know he's got some bad feelings toward the way he was ultimately inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but T.O. is in the hall, and he deserved it, and he could have totally abandoned all the fame that goes along with it and, and, and not even have any kind of ceremony, but good job by Owens and the athletic department at UTC for having some kind of ceremony even though not in Canton, but Chattanooga. Hey, I'd rather be in Chattanooga anyway. <laughs> I've told you before, great place, Hamilton County, Tennessee. We love you. And Terrell Owens, who starred for the Mocs in the Southern Conference in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Kudos to you, T.O. To the golf world we go, and Justin Thomas was able to cruise to victory this past weekend at the Firestone Country Club in Ohio, he won the Bridgestone Invitational with a 15-under score, besting his closest competition by four strokes. Dustin Johnson, Justin Johnson rather, finished in a tie for third, and Dustin Johnson's big buddy Brooks Kepka was in fifth place with a 9-under score. For his win in Ohio, Justin Thomas picked up a cool $1.7 million for his victory in the Bridgestone Tournament, the WC Bridgestone Invitational. And the PGA Tour now moves on to where Justin Thomas is the defending champ of the PGA Championship, and it's going to be in the South, albeit very arguable South. It'll be at St. Louis's Belle Reve Country Club. 
and that is this weekend, August 9th through 12th, the PGA Championship in St. Louis, and I'll be tuning in. <laughs> well, the ladies had a major over the weekend, and it was over the pond. It was in Britain at Lancashire, England, at the Royal Lytham and St. Anne's Golf Club, and English native Georgia Hall won. She came back in the final round, had a very impressive back nine, and she wins the Rico Women's British Open over the weekend. Kudos to Georgia Hall. What a great name. And she's not even from the South. She's from maybe the South of England. I don't know where her hometown in England is, but Georgia Hall wins. Now, I'm going to pick on our American female golfers because there was not one single American golfer in the top 10 of this tournament in England over the weekend. We've got to do better, ladies. The men seem to be doing quite well from an American standpoint. And I'm actually pro-South, so I'd rather see any Southerner win versus anybody else in America, okay? I'm kind of selfish that way. But Georgia Hall, with that awesome Dixie name, is from the very Dixie part of England, I guess. But she wins the British Open as a native Brit. She's only, I think, the fourth British native, and in this case, English native, to win the Women's British Open. Great job, Georgia Hall. American LPJers, get your rear and gear and get some victories. At least get in the top 10. We're not asking much here on the program. Now to baseball over the weekend, looking at uh, teams in the major league from the south. The Atlanta Braves kind of had a ho-hum weekend in Queens as they did win Sunday against the New York Mets. In 10 innings, the Bravos win 5-4. Tampa Bay fell to Chicago White Sox over the weekend on Sunday, 8-7. The Nats were able to best the Cincinnati Reds Sunday 2-1. The Marlins fell to the NL East leading Philadelphia Phillies 5-3 Sunday. And the Cards were able to knock off Pittsburgh 2-1. And finally, the Orioles somehow found a way to win another game. They haven't won many this year, but they knocked off the Texas Rangers 9-6 on Sunday. And that is a look at Southern Sports here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. When we come back, we're going to switch over to the Y'all Street Business Report, and we're going to tell you about the business of going back to school. It's big business, and we've got some audio from an expert with the National Retail Federation that's going to tell you just how big a deal it is. And if you're a Southern retailer, you know exactly what we're talking about. And if you're the parent of a youngster going to school, whether it be any of the 12 grades of primary learning or college even <laughs> it cost a lot of money and we're going to tell you about it next year on the y'all show with john raw when we get back hi tom bodette here apparently it's super cool to do this voice when you're trying to be real serious it's called vocal fry yeah so I just want to stress how at Motel 6 you can get a great room for a great low pride. <coughs> how do they keep this up? I feel like I have mono. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the lozenge on for you. Light, I meant light. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalpage. 
Look for the white box with the blue star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. The newest fall inspirations are here at Ulta Beauty and they're hashtag trending. Like glossy lips to go with your pumpkin spice everything, autumn smoky eyes to pair with those new leather boots, and jewel tone eyeshadow to sparkle in every fall selfie. All from your most loved brands like Tarte, Anastasia Beverly Hills, and Morphe. Hurry in to shop all the beautiful fall possibilities. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. We're plowing ahead on the Monday, y'all. This is John Rawl. Thanks for listening to this show that is Southern-based and Southern-born and bred. On the Y'all Show, if you tuned in on Friday, you heard a youngster sitting in the co-host chair with me, and that would be my awesome eight-year-old son, Knowlton, and he is not on the show today and won't be for quite some time, not because he's been suspended, but because he's in school. And if you're a parent, there's a good chance your kid is already in school or just went back to school or is about to go back to school for the new school year. And you may need that. You may need that break. Here in the month of August, get your routine back up and going after summer break for the kiddies. Perhaps you have someone heading off to college or they're already in college. And you're having to pull out the old credit card a lot for this. It's not cheap being a parent. It's not cheap being a student. A lot of these kids have to, in some cases, if they're older, they've got to pay their own bills. So this isn't just for parents. This segment here is about anybody that's involved in education, the expense of that, not from a tuition standpoint, but just the cost of going back to school. And this is the Y'all Street Business Report with Y'all, and I'm John, of course. And yes, school going back if you're not there already. College is going back if you're not there already. And we want to talk a little bit about the money of school now on the Y'all Show. And did you know that Going back to school is the second business, busiest shopping period of the entire year, and it's been in full swing, and it is amazing how much money is spent. Total spending for K-12 schools and college combined is projected to reach $82.8 billion, nearly as high as last year's $83.6 billion. I said B with a B, billion with a B. Yes, it is big time and this is all across the country. Of course, we are very interested in the South. Families with children in elementary through high school spend on average about $685 a year. And that's about the same as it was last year. And that's, that's also just a huge expense. Now, those people who have people going to college as well as graduate students purchasing for themselves spend an average of $942 to go back to school. According to the latest survey from the National Retail Federation, back-to-school shoppers plan to spend the most on clothing, around $237 on clothing. In addition to apparel, back-to-school shoppers also spend on roughly $188 on electronics such as computers, calculators, or smartphones, $138 on shoes. Now that depends on whether you're male or female. <laughs> most females have 
several shoes if you if you know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be sexist here. It's just fact. Women really have lots of shoes. I have like two and I get by just fine. $122 on supplies such as notebooks, pencils, backpacks, and lunch boxes. It is big spending going on to go back to school. Well, we just mentioned the National Retail Federation. Here's some audio from the Director of Retail and Consumer Insights from the NRF, Catherine Cullen, and she's going to share some of her knowledge about going back to school and the business of it here on the Y'all Show. So we're expecting a really strong back-to-class season this year. When we surveyed both back-to-college and back-to-school shoppers, we found that in total we're expecting shoppers to spend about $82.8 billion this year, which is really on par with what we saw last year. The bulk of that, about $55.3 billion, is going to come from college shoppers, both those who are sending their kids off to college as well as those who are starting a college program or graduate program themselves. The remainder, about $27.5 billion, is going to come from back to school. So this year, we're expecting family shopping for back to school to spend about $685 on average this year. And families shopping for back to college will spend about $942 on average. This is in line with what we saw last year for both these groups. But one of the interesting things we're seeing, particularly for college shoppers, is that men are actually outspending women by more than $100, in fact, on average. And this is largely because we see men spending more on big ticket items like electronics. So that could be everything from a brand new laptop to a TV or some new speakers for their dorm room. When we're looking at back to school shoppers, the biggest category of spend for most families is clothes. But we do see that it can vary depending on the grade of your child. So for parents of high schoolers, um, the biggest categories they're gonna be spending on are clothes as well as electronics. While if you have a kid in middle school or junior high, you're going to be spending a lot more on shoes. For back-to-college shoppers, we see that the biggest area of spend for them is electronics. This is particularly true for those starting out, so freshmen. So about 6 in 10 of the freshmen surveyed said that they're planning on picking up new electronics this year. We definitely have to pay attention to Gen Z this year. In fact, from other research NRF has done with partners like IBM, we know that Gen Zers have a huge influence on how their households spend. In fact, parents like to involve their kids in their buying decisions. They view that as products for their kids, so their kids should have a say. And families report that about half of their spend is going to be influenced by their kids this year. If you look at what that means for each family, that's about $300 on average for the entire season. And that was Catherine Culler, who is the Director of Retail and Consumer Insights at the National Retail Federation with some back-to-school research. As back-to-school going on now and the college shopping season is upon us and has been going on and will continue to go on, I assume, all the way up till. Labor Day. If you want to know more of the numbers behind going back to school, I encourage you to go to the National Retail Federation's website. It's nrf.com and you'll see the consumer trends and more. If you're a business owner, you love this time of year. It's, as we said, the second busiest shopping period of the entire calendar and it's back to school time. Well, we're back at it after this break. We're going to start hour two with our hashtag hellabaloo. We're going to go into social media madness here on the Y'all Show. And in hour two, we'll also have Jerry Short from Takapola Way. He'll stop by with all the great stories that he offers on the Y'all Show. You don't want to miss it. 
Hang on where you are, y'all. We'll be right back with more Y'all with John Rawls. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Hey, small business owners. Whether you're known for designing dresses for divas or delivering amazingly accurate accounting, there's something that makes your business great. Investaprint is here to help you tell the world. That's why we're offering 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99. There are hundreds of styles to choose from, easy logo upload, and our team is standing by to help you out. So be bold, be brilliant, and be the person who gets 500 business cards for just $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code 7575 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7575. Y apostrophe A-L-L. Y'all. And this is the show all about y'all. Hey there, John Raw back for hour two of the Monday edition of Y'all. Broadcasting on great stations across the southeast. This is the show that gives you a full dose of all things southern. We've got Jerry Short coming up in just a few to tell us tales from Takapola Way. And we're going to have a good time talking about class reunions with Jerry. Maybe you've had your class reunion this summer. I have not had one yet. I've got a college class reunion coming up in November that I'm sort of excited about. You know, the older you get, sometimes reunions may not be quite as fun as they maybe once were. Or maybe they never have been fun for you. But we'll talk about that with Jerry. And also, he's got a trip out west that he wants to tell you about. It should be quite memorable. That's all coming up and a little bit here on the Y'all Show. But up now, it's hashtag hullabaloo. All right, okay, I'll leave the sound effects to someone else. On hashtag hullabaloo today, we start out with a tweet from Oyster South. This is an organization that is a 501c3 nonprofit supporting and building the community around Southern Family Oyster Farms. Sustainable Aquaculture. I love the email address for Oyster South. It's slurp at oystersouth.com. And on Twitter, Oyster South is at Oyster South. And the tweet coming from this account was sent out on Sunday. Happy National Oyster Day, y'all. Enjoy some southern oysters to celebrate the day. 
ATL folks, that's Atlanta folks, go get you some at Watchman's ATL. And I had to do some intense research here on the Y'all Show. Yes, yesterday, Sunday, August 5th, it sounds like I'm Franklin D. Roosevelt here. Yesterday, Sunday, August 5th, was National Oyster Day across the world. But at least here in the South, we celebrate our oysters. So for all of you along the Atlantic coast that love and devour or maybe harvest oysters, a big salute for National Oyster Day. For all of you on the Gulf Coast, from Texas to Florida, can't help but think of Apalachicola, maybe the oyster capital of the South there on the panhandle of Florida. Happy National Oyster Day to all y'all. Mm. Now, again, this is not a month with an R in it, so I'm a little hesitant to to go pig out on oysters until we get to maybe September. But if you like oysters and you're not afraid to try them and you cook them properly to get all the bacteria and stuff, then happy Oyster Day every day of the year if you're able to enjoy them. So thank you, Oyster South, for that great message here on hashtag hullabaloo. Now let's move over to Facebook, and I've got a friend, Brad Sloan. And Brad puts a lot of stuff on Facebook. Do you have friends that put a lot of stuff on Facebook? Well, Brad's one of those guys, okay? God bless you, Brad. But Brad, I'm going to give you a big old pat on the behind because your a lot of your Facebook postings are, are quite comical, okay? And you were really, you were not tweeting, but Facebooking up a firestorm of great stuff over the weekend. And I just, I just want to, I just want to slap you across the back and, and say, boy. Atta boy, Brad, for, for all that you did to help me get prepared for the latest hashtag hullabaloo. Because he's got two things that I want to bring up here. First off, he's got this article that I, I couldn't believe was actually true until once again I went in and did, I did that heavy-duty research that I do for y'all here on the Y'all Show. And this is actually true. Have you heard about this? A Little Rock, Arkansas company makes caskets that are shaped like fishing boats. Glory Boats is the name of the company. The website is gloryboats.com. And you can go get your own casket in the shape of a fishing boat. And I'm not even a fisherman, but this is the way to go. If I'm not cremated... I would rather be put in a fishing boat casket than a boring regular casket that costs way too much anyway. It's, it's really cool looking. Gloryboats.com. They come in woodland, marsh, or pink camo. And I think the cost of these caskets are pretty reasonable. $2,800 is what it's listed at on the website, gloryboats.com. And... From what I know about caskets, and trust me, I haven't been casket shopping lately, that seems like a bargain. And you know it'll be the coolest casket in most funeral homes if you do pull it off. Something tells me, though, just for my enemies to get back at me, they're going to put me in the pink camo casket. But it's pretty cool. you got to go to gloryboats.com and see the lineup of fishing boat caskets from gloryboats.com. Only in the South. Okay, that's part one of what Brad put on Facebook over the weekend. The other part, I just had to laugh at this. 
he went off on California and how this new craze of going against straws seems to be gaining momentum. That's the latest social justice warrior cause, eliminating straws. And Brad went on Facebook and sent out a bunch of images of funny stuff, memes, and we here at the Y'all Show have posted those on our Twitter account, at Y'all Show, for you to see these three that I'm about to tell you about. One picture is a picture of a guy crossing the border with the Mexican-U.S. border. I think they call them coyotes. But he, instead of having a taped-up deal of marijuana that he's sneaking across the border, he's got a big, giant box of plastic straws that he's sneaking across the border. That's pretty funny. you got to see it. A mule. A mule there doing that on the border. The second one is pretty darn funny, too. It's a giant image of a, a GIF of a sippy cup. And the message is, California's new restaurant cups have arrived. And it's a big sippy cup. And that's funny. That's funny. I don't care who you are. Okay? Instead of straws, Californians can now have sippy cups, which they probably enjoy. But that's not the funniest. The funniest one channels our inner Smokey and the Bandit. This is a gif that, again, it's on our Twitter feed, at Y'all Show. It's a picture of Smokey and the Bandit. Burt Reynolds and all his glory, and he's got uh, Jerry Reed and the 18-wheeler behind it going down the highway, eastbound and down, and the meme here says, we're back in business. They need plastic straws in California. <laughs> the boys are thirsty in Atlanta, and there's beer in Texarkana. Do the wording for this. There's Boys thirsty in Malibu, and we've got straws to get to you. Hey, that's pretty good. Somebody needs to help me write the rest of that one. But, yeah, it's funny there. And, again, you can go to y'all show on Twitter and see all this. We're back in business. They need plastic straws in California. So instead of sneaking coors across the country, now we all can send straws to California. <laughs> crazy, crazy times. I tell you, with the... The war now being put on straws, I'm just appreciating straws more and more every day now. I really appreciate the science behind a straw and all that they, the fun that they bring and the, the important role that they have. Well, we're going to move on on the Y'all Show. Coming up, we've got Jerry Short in the next segment with our short stories. It's going to be full of excitement. And you'll be getting a full dose of stories from Takapola Way. That's up next. So stay where you are. This is Y'all. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. Uh, moving expenses? Uh. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a 
$50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Hey, small business owners. Whether you're known for designing dresses for divas or delivering amazingly accurate accounting, there's something that makes your business great. Investaprint is here to help you tell the world. That's why we're offering 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99. There are hundreds of styles to choose from, easy logo upload, and our team is standing by to help you out. So be bold, be brilliant, and be the person who gets 500 business cards for just $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code 7575 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7575. And we are back on Y'all, the show all about the South, the show that features talk with a Southern accent. Hope you're doing well on this first Monday in the month of August. I'm John Rawl. Glad you could be with us. And I'll tell you what, I saw something over the weekend that has inspired me now that we're kind of early into the month of August still. And that was, not only did I see a rainbow, I saw a beautiful rainbow that stretched from one end to the other, oftentimes rainbows are obscured by clouds or maybe the sun's hitting it in an angle and you don't get to see the full effect. Well, I saw that over the weekend and I'm, I'm, I'm putting a, it's putting a smile on my face. You know what else puts a smile on my face? When we get to talk to the teller of tales from Takapola, and that would be one Jerry W. Short. And we've got Jerry on the line now to bring us the latest installment of Short Stories. Hello, Jerry. Hello, man. That's something you comparing me to a rainbow. Yeah, you are. Uh, your your. What is your covenant with me, Jerry? Um, I got to get the gold from the end of the rainbow, and then we'll get together. Yeah. On, and seeing how tight we are. Because you know, rainbows signify God's covenant with man, and well, no. we need a good covenant. And of course, you've entered into more than one covenant uh, through the years through legal transactions, and just like me, through divorces too. I guess. Well, all my doves haven't come home yet, <laughs> and uh, so so I'm I'm still waiting on some doves. Well, how, how's yeah. it going with you, Jerry? It, well, it's going pretty good. I'm uh, still working out. I think I got about three and a half more weeks, and I'm out on the Kansas Oklahoma line. And um, they had a, a class reunion meeting that I missed again, which is not uncommon for me. But I've got a class that has one every year. Yeah. yeah, a lot so of a lot of high schools do have reunions in the summertime. I know there's been at least one time where my high school class did a summertime reunion, got a great attendance, and I didn't happen to go to it because I got frustrated. So you mentioned you weren't at your high school graduation reunion this past weekend. Why did you not go? Well, one reason, uh, Uncle Sam wants me to work, so uh, I'm working, and <laughs> I'm working about another three or four weeks on the job I'm on now out here, but um, I didn't go. You know, there's a lot of jokes he goes. When you get as old as I am with class reunions, you know, like uh, 
I, I went to the 45th one, and uh, I stood there and talked to one of my best friends of all time. I mean, we we slipped out and slipped around town all night together when we were kids. We went hitchhiked to Memphis and the football games and got in fights together and pole vaulted together. And I talked to him forever. He lives up in Elizabethtown, Kentucky now. And uh, retired CPA guy, I think. And uh, I turned around after I got through talking to him for five or ten minutes. And I asked a friend that was local. I said, who's that guy I was talking to? So, you know, that makes you uh, wonder which one of you thinks is the oldest. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of jokes that go with uh, the class reunion. I think I was thinking of one when you just said that, or when I just said that about you, you walk up to a guy, what I should have said to him, I know I know you. Uh, can If you got time to go through the alphabet, <laughs> maybe we can figure it out. But, but um, I guess they, just, didn't, they didn't have name tags at the high school reunion. Well, talking? we were outside on the street before we went in to eat, and okay. they had them at the table, you know. And somebody called me, and they said, hey, there's X, you know. And uh, and I didn't hear the name when he said X because it was a good bit of noise. and. And he came up to me, and we talked and talked and talked and talked. And I didn't get that till we went inside and sat down. And it wasn't that he looked older. It wasn't that he looked younger. My gosh, he just looked different, you know? Didn't look anything like he did when he was 16, 17 years old. I wouldn't have recognized him in a lineup if, uh, you know, there's no way. It's, uh, you know, and, you know, of course, the worst thing about me, if I have to go back uh, to a reunion, I got to carry about 80 or 90 pounds with me that I never took to that school before. So I don't, I don't want to do that either. So there's just a, you know, there's too many jokes that go with class reunions when you get old. And, uh, well, on the sca- scale of looking like you did 50 years ago, Jerry, how do you stack up compared to others? Or do you, do you kind of look a little bit like what you did then? Or, or are you totally different yourself too? Well, um, you know, you know how it, that reminds me of another joke. I think I remember about a class reunion. This is not joke day, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think let's see how did that go? I think it said something like, "At first, I was uh, you're talking. I was talking. Okay, say you're talking to somebody else, and you say, "Gosh, first I was wondering how who all these old people are here, and then all of a sudden I realized I'm one of them." You know? <laughs> so. Oh, you got to be real careful. No, I think, uh, fortunately, you know, or unfortunately, uh, I, I didn't retire early and I've worked till I'm 72 and plan on working till I'm 82 if I can. And I think that keeps you a little bit younger. I had a woman, uh, and I married to a wife. Don't get mad at me if you're listening to this, but, uh, she was at the drive through and I said, I hate to make you come all the way out for an old man. And she said, you're not that old. You're probably about 50. <laughs> and I'm saying, could you believe 72? And so anyway, so, you know, some of some people, it's usually one or two in every class that really hang on good and really look younger, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've got one in our class that, gosh, he still looks like he's in grammar school. Really? So I think he wins a cake. But, well, but that's not you. <laughs> But no, I'm not the grammar school. I look like I 
uh, am I? And I look like I've got nine master's degrees. <laughs> not, not quite that many. Well, I've, anyway. I've also been back to high school reunions and college reunions, too. And as far as high school reunions, it's amazing how people look then. And some still maintain the beauty that they had, but most don't. Most, most people, the passage of time does not do them any favors. No, sure don't. Gravity takes its toll. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not as old as you, so some of my reunions, the people still had a youthful look to them and all that. My problem, and your problem with past reunions that you didn't go to, is I think deep down, Jerry, you and I both don't really like going to reunions. Is that is that a fair statement? Uh, yeah, and I've got a good friend that went to his uh, older reunion. I'm not going to say what year, and he texted me last night on his way back after it, and he he said, you know, it's still about four or five people I really enjoy, but uh, maybe maybe the rest were just like it used to be. Mm-hmm. It was just passing through, kind of like I'm passing through life, you know. Right. And uh, I guess I kind of feel the same way. And those people I can see anytime I want to see them, those five or six people that I like, and I bet you're the same way. And uh, – so I don't have to go to a class reunion to, and then we got Facebook now. So, you know, you do kind of keep up that way. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a different world. You know, I guess back in Facebook when we sent a text in the old days. Well, I'm I'm, I'm a jokester today now. In the old days, our text is like if I was sitting on row one, and I wanted to send a text over to a girl on row three, I'd fold up a newspaper and make me one of them jet airplanes and sail that sucker over to it, you know? <laughs> so, you know, we've come a long way since making a text like that, haven't we? Yes, we have. But, We're talking with Jerry Short, the teller of tales from down Takapola Way on today's Y'all Show. This is the short stories installment that we have each and every week for you. And, Jerry, I've had about five high school classmates that I've kind of been in touch with all these years that are still close friends of mine. In fact, i got to brag on myself. Over the weekend, one of these friends, who I haven't actually seen or talked to in probably more than a decade, I know for a fact, he recently, like me, went through a divorce a few years ago. Uh He, He had a couple of kids. And, and he has, in the last two or three years, struck up a new romance. And I've seen it on social media, his new girlfriend, who's much younger than he. Congrats, Trent, <laughs> congrats, Trent on that one. And, okay. and uh, I noticed a couple months ago, the two of them went to a concert together. And he was wearing his y'all hat that I gave him years ago. In fact, he may have even bought it. But I think he probably That's did. True. He did buy it. So he went That's to this true. concert wearing his... 10-year-old y'all hat that you can get at y'all.com, by the way, people. And she needs one. He needs to get her one. Well, here's the rest of the story, Paul Harvey. So this <laughs> this last week, he got down his knee and proposed to this lady. And he oh, was wearing gosh. his y'all hat when he did it. And, and it would look pretty rough. I mean, this thing's been through a lot of wear and tear. So as a congratulatory thing, I mailed him a brand new y'all cap free of charge this past weekend. And it'll get Is to it? him this week so, as a pre-wedding gift you knew exactly what to send him and that's not a bad deal for a guy who yes we're childhood friends but we really haven't seen or talked to each other in like 10 years but hey once you're friends with someone whether you're male female no matter where you are in the south it's okay it's, it's i don't think there's any great 
animosity between the two of us. We just simply our paths have crossed. And also, Jerry, we're guys, and guys don't That's have true. to sit there and talk to each other every day about uh, gossip. So uh, I'm, <laughs> girls I'm, love that. And you know, the town that I uh, graduated from high school in, they have a festival that goes along with it. And so every year, people of every age come back. Every class from if you're still alive and got two in that class, they will come. Mm-hmm. And it's every year. And uh, so, you know, I just uh, really don't get into it. But, um, you know, reunions, uh, I guess, are for treasured memories. Yes. And, uh, and so whatever you uh, want to sit there and talk to the guy about or the girl about, they're all memories and they're treasured. And there's something that happened in your childhood that you didn't forget. And you want to keep it. And, hey, that's that's a treasure. I also got to share a quick story about Trent and I when we were probably six years old. We were knuckleheads riding around on his go-kart. I never had a go-kart growing up. He did. We were oh, driving wow. around in his yard when we were like six years old. I think we were in first grade maybe. And there was a funeral procession going on next to his driveway. And we were knuckleheads, and we were just going fast and smiling and laughing the whole way at this funeral procession. And next thing we know, boom, we hit a tree and I knock out or chip part of my tooth. So serves, oh, serves me right for being a wise guy at six years old. <laughs> now, the one thing, Jerry, you... What happened? Why didn't you change? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But one thing, Jerry, you kind of have lived in the same geographic area your whole life. I haven't. I've moved to a long way away from my childhood hometown in my professional career. And throughout the years, when I, especially my high school class... When they would have the five-year, 10-year, 15-year reunion, I went to it. I, I lived nine and 10 hours away from my hometown, and I right. made the effort to go back for the high school reunion, and it was it was a lot of fun, and I, I was glad to see some of the people. But frankly, some of these high school friends who I really wanted to see, maybe even in the five that I mentioned that were closest to me, they all lived within the area, and they didn't come to the high school reunion. And, man, that fired me up. That made me so mad that here I am and others driving hours and hours away to come back to a reunion. And people Uh, that live right there didn't even show up. Now, that fired me up. So I did not go to to my 20th high school reunion because of my frustration of going through the effort and, and people not even coming. Now, in 2009, which would have been my 20th high school reunion, yes, I'm dating myself here, that was the first reunion that Facebook had become a big deal with. And I wasn't on Facebook. I didn't go to the reunion, but they had the best reunion they'd ever had because of Facebook and the people connecting and everybody coming out. So I missed that one. And then when we had our 25th reunion in 2014, by that time, one of our class leaders, Jerry, she had become, let's say, addicted to the sauce and she would run off other classmates that were all part of the organizing committee. And she ended up having a party just to have a party. And it had nothing to do with our high school class. In fact, she started putting on social media, hey, class of 1989's having a reunion. If you're anywhere in the classes of 82, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, it didn't matter. Come on out. Let's just have a great reunion. And I was thinking, yeah. that is so dumb now i went to a high school that graduated about 470 people in fact my high school class oh my, my high school class is bigger than my college class 
So thankfully, oh, I went to a very small college, and I've got a great cast of classmates from college, and we have our 25th college reunion coming up in November. So yeehaw, that's going to be well, a lot of fun. Y'all had a lot in common at Citadel. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they give you instructions to follow, and basically it was 100% of you. And so... <laughs> basically. You know, yeah. So, so I understand that. I understand that kind of uh, bonding. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. I'm just, I'm thankful that as, as as disgruntled as I have been with some of my high school stuff, at least I do balance that with a great college brotherhood, and it truly is a brotherhood. I went to an all male college, and we have a great mm-hmm. experience that we share, and I'm very, very happy that I did make that choice as a youngster to go to an all male military college. We're talking with Jerry Short, and when we come back, Jerry, we're gonna. Go west, young man. And you've got a story that you have from beyond the Rocky Mountains, I think, that you want to share with Uh, us here. And we'll find out exactly what you got up your short sleeve when we come back on the Y'all Show. Short stories continue. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalpage. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. The newest fall inspirations are here at Ulta Beauty, and they're hashtag trending. Like glossy lips to go with your pumpkin spice everything, autumn smoky eyes to pair with those new leather boots, and jewel tone eyeshadow to sparkle in every fall selfie. All from your most loved brands, like Tarte, Anastasia Beverly Hills, and Morphe. Hurry in to shop all the beautiful fall possibilities. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. An overflowing toilet can wreak havoc on your home. So today, I'll show you how to avoid a flood by installing the toilet in your bathtub. All you need is a plumber's wrench and a hose clamp. This easy modification not only stops flooding, it also cuts down on morning prep time. You could try to protect your home with a tub toilet, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Call Geico and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. Welcome back to y'all. Our number, 803-816-1170. This is the show where we talk with a southern accent. I'm your host, John Rawl, and right now we have the teller of tales from Takapola, Jerry Short, and short stories here on the y'all program. If you have to ask Jerry a question sometime, if you just can't believe what he actually is saying could possibly be true, then let him know all about it. Y'all show 
at yall.com. Y'all show at y'all.com is the way to do that. And our number, 803-816-1170. You can call or text anytime you want. Great way to keep in touch with Jerry, myself, or anything else going on on the Y'all program. Well, Jerry, we've talked about high school reunions. We've talked about rainbows. We don't have unicorns. But you do have something from out west you want to share with us and get off your mind. So springs off of a reunion because I went to school with this guy, even though he was a grade or two ahead of me. But uh, you know, they him and his uh, him and his uncle, who they were uh, well, the uncle was actually younger than the nephew, which was a little ironic. But they they did culture and they were in the band. And I went to a Henry Mancini, Julie London concert at. Uh, at Ole Miss one time with them. So I, when he was drafted out of, uh, for Vietnam, he was drafted in the Air Force. And so it changed him a lot, but I didn't know how much till his, um, his nephew told me, let's go out there, go snow skiing where he lived. He lived in Salida, Colorado. And, uh, I hadn't been to Salida, Colorado. I'd been snow skiing up at Keystone and Breckenridge and some other places in that area, you know, Aspen and the place. But, I never in even uh, uh, where else did I go? I think I went out to Utah one time, Park City. And uh, in, anyway, I wanted to go snow skiing. He said, "Well, the snow is really good, just above Salai. It's at Monarch Pass and uh, elevation about eleven thousand feet, twelve thousand on the Continental Divide. And the snow was always, you know, forty, fifty, sixty, eighty, eighty inches thick, deep. And so we went out there that winter. Well, it was so pretty." that uh gosh michelangelo could have painted a picture coming up the if you come up highway 50 you go through the royal gorge and you go into kansas city uh can a uh, cannon can can cannon city and then you go on into slide on 50 and the arkansas river parallels the road and it's crooked and it's cut through rock and you got rams you got big horn sheep rams all up on the bluffs and on the rock peaks weighing about 200 pounds and you know, I think Michelangelo could have done a heck of a job painting that, but uh, that looked really good. And then you get into the town, and it was kind of like a um, Norman Rockwell, the Saturday Evening Post from a long time ago, images of another time and that we don't have today, unfortunately. But those things were really so good that I kind of fell in love with that place, so I started going out there really regular. So uh, he wanted me to come out in the summer when the Aspens were turning in the fall. And uh, they were turning golden. And so I went back out there. And his wife was a postmistress at a little town right next to it called Poncha Springs. And I didn't consider buying an old hotel there that they were selling really cheap for um, it just wasn't doing much. It was in a small town between there and the pass and the Continental Divide. So um, he came by. He, he said, We've seen everything. They had. They had hot water swimming pools in town. They had uh, wineries. They had uh, uh, breweries. They had everything in that little town. And they had a park down on the Arkansas River. They do white water there. They do snow snow skiing. It's just anything there, you know. And so he said, let's go. He had a Bronco. He said, let's go for a ride. And he said, I want to show you all these antelope and the deer and all that here on uh, south of S Mountain. And so we went down south. Uh, with him and as we uh went all across the field looking at all the animals and all we came up on this little area that was kind of a, a growth it had some, some shorter timber in it some not real good timber mostly brushy stuff but you had to drive in it and he told me 
put your camera down. And I said, well, I wonder what he wants. What do you want to put my camera down for, Don? And he said, put your camera down. And so I put it down in the guy stopped at a gate and he had his shirt off. I thought he was in a little booth. And and Don knew him and he said, uh, we're just going to go in here for a little while. And I want to show him the hot water. It was all hot water springs coming off the top of the mountain. And they had 11 of them. And so, uh, and they dropped down, you know, and, and kind of stair-steppy. And they all ran into a really good pool, about a 100, 100 uh uh, foot pool it was probably about 89 90 degree temperature kind of like a huge hot tub as we rolled in there it was steam coming out of there and you got to looking and people were not clothed and i said what is this don and he said this is a nudist colony and i said listen just turn around i've never been to a nudist colony and i don't plan on being a nude and uh, anyway, he said, um, now you don't have to, it's optional. So um, we parked and looked at some old uh, cabins and they looked like something from the doggone 40s and 50s and the hippie days when the burned out old hippies had been in there in the 70s. And But we were in the 90s now. And so we started up the mountain. And uh, as we started on up the mountain, we got to the first uh hot springs and it was no no nobody was in it got to the second there was a couple and they were just you know enjoying the hot water like you'd be in a uh, hot tub and they had little little beach balls they'd kick back and forth and play around with we got up to about the fourth or fifth one and these two old girls from denver colorado it looked like they were burned out hippies from the 70s they were secretaries they said they'd come down there to relax but they wanted us to just go ahead and and join them. You know, all they wanted to do is just throw the beach ball around. But I said, no, I think I want to see the top. Well, Don said, I think I'm going to go ahead. I've been up here. I'm going to go ahead and get in with them. And he got in with them, and I went on up. And as I would go, you know, past people, I'd speak to them. <laughs> and I'd look them straight in the eyeballs, and I'd speak to them. And I got on up to about number seven. and I got to number eight, and at number nine, I saw this, the first really beauty queen that I was meeting, and she had a uh, towel thrown over her shoulder. And that was it. And uh, um, she looked familiar, but, I, you know, because I just looked her in the face. And we stopped there at number, at number 10, and we talked. And we probably talked seven or eight minutes, and we looked at the uh, antelope down there playing and all that. And I said, uh, well, I'm going to go on up. She said, well, why don't you come on down to the uh, big pool at the bottom? And I said, you know, I really want to see that pool. I want to see number, just to say I went to the summit and saw where the hot water spring come out. So she turned around, and I'd never looked below her neck. I looked her straight in the face and had the whole conversation with her because that's what they expect. and that's what, I you know, that's, do not believe you. I'm calling BS. Wait a minute, I'm not finished with the, <laughs> my next move. Okay. <laughs> I went, as she left, she started down the hill, and as she headed to number uh, nine, I headed to number 11, but I did an about face <laughs> watched her retreat down the mountain to the, to the slope got her. But um, I told her, she had asked me, was I going to come down to the pond, uh, the pond, the pool, the as they say on the Beverly Hill, but it's a cement pond. That's about what it looked like. 
And uh, I, uh, I said, yeah, I'm gonna come. I'll, I'll be down there at Twilba. I went on up and I looked and killed some time, trying to kill enough time that my friend would get out of his deal. And I went on down there then, and he was still in there. And he said, come on, get in, Jerry. And and that, that little beach ball would float over by me, and I'd kind of just with my shoe kick it back over to him. And he said, oh, he's from Mississippi. He's bashful and shy and all that. You can't do nothing with those Mississippi guys. And they're just so bashful and shy. You know, if he would have only known, but anyway. Well, I think I really, you might have said backwards instead of bashful. Well, that was probably one of the words he used, too. Yeah, we don't want to overuse that one too much, though. But, but even though we don't have many hot water springs uh, in our area. But um, finally, I got him out, and we went by, and this lady, she called me over there, and I talked to her a little bit, and I, she kept looking familiar. And... Uh, but I, I never could put a handle on it, who she was. And I'd say if I if I really knew, but it's a 50-50 chance she was an actress that uh, I understand. Uh, he, he had told me she'd been seen in that area before, and she kind of run that part of the country. At, it's not far over to Telluride and Silverton and uh, not far even on up to Aspen. So she kind of run that country a little bit. And um, I think it was Allie McGraw. Now, you know, she had married Steve McQueen, and he would have died at that time. And uh, But it, it looked so much like Allie McGraw could have been her twin. Well, it probably I'm was because Allie McGraw is now 79 years old, and she's had a history of not only being an alcoholic, but she's also been a sexaholic. That's according to Wikipedia, at least. But I think those are true stories about her, true so, statements about her. So it very much so, makes sense that it would have been her because she also lived in that general area. She lived in that general area? Yes. Uh, so, uh, so I probably should have went to the cement pond. I don't know. <laughs> but if it was an Allie McGraw, hey, I guess, you know, I guess yep. that's okay, too. You don't have to be Allie McGraw if you look like Allie McGraw. <laughs> At least in whatever year that was, Allie McGraw is, I guess, you would consider a sex symbol. And certainly 30 years ago, she would have been certainly that. Well, I only saw her in two movies. I think I saw her in Love Story with Ryan O'Neill. And that was about a 70s movie or something. And then I saw her in The Getaway with Steve McQueen. And I always thought she was really hot, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, But uh, I don't even, I don't have a clue what part of the world she's from. She Where is she from New York area. She's from oh, the New really? York area. She now lives, from our sources, she lives in northern New Mexico near Colorado. So she kind of oh, has okay. lived in that area. That's yeah, why it that's probably true. was her. We don't want to say it was for sure. Since no, you don't, I can't say for sure. She never stuck her hand out or any other no, it was part of her body and said, family. hey, I'm Allie. What's your name? Yeah. No, we just talked, friendly talk, and had a good, friendly conversation, and, uh, Watch the antelopes, and uh, of course I did that reverse move on the tenth hole. But uh, <laughs> this went on a golf course. Yeah, went on the golf course. But anyway, we uh, we went on in, and uh, he never told his wife where we'd been. I, I said those antelopes sure were nice, and so that was my one experience at a uh, nudist colony. And every time we got out there after that, I made sure he didn't take a left at Ponca City mm. and go south down to that place. 
But, you know, if you go south down to that, that'd be taking you down to New Mexico state line. So, And that was about 12, 13, 14 miles south, close to highway. Uh, it comes out of Pueblo that goes to Durango. But uh, anyway, that was, uh, that was my meeting with uh, almost, almost the uh, closest, I guess, I've had an encounter with a movie star. Yeah. Not like the president who seems to uh show up with uh a few nice <laughs> ladies but uh yeah who, who's anyway. to say what he does with those people he might be just like you trying to just go skinny dipping you know that's a that's what i that's what i think he did and uh and i'm going to continue because if, it, if i could do it he could do it that's right we and, know john kennedy skinny dipped in the pool at the white house when he was president I know it. and i was not married at that time either it makes me even look worse doesn't it yeah it sure does but uh, <laughs> that was right it wasn't too long after my first divorce from my, from the mother of my children, but uh, it was just uh, it. It's everything seems. I know this is hard to explain, but everything seems so innocent at a nudist colony. Hmm. You know, because that's the way those people took it. Well, you and have no, come, you have nothing to hide when you're at a nudist colony. Well, that's exactly you. Uh, that was my case, and that's the reason I stayed. My preference was. Uh, not to join them in the nudity end. Of well, you the got you must have a lot to hide. No, I felt like I had nothing to hide, <laughs> so, I stayed, so I stayed in that position. But uh, anyway, I was a lot younger, so I don't have any real good excuses. Well, but, you, you uh, got me beat there. I have yet to go to a nudist colony, and I wish if I was going to go to one, I hope I don't have to go all the way to Colorado. Maybe we got one somewhere here in the south. I, I maybe we you do. know there is one, and I'm trying to think. I was going to put you on it. Uh, no, 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 you go first. No, no, I've had my chance and I failed. And, and like I said a while ago in that weak joke about uh, a class reunion, I, I have to take 80 pounds more than I ever took to that school before. So now I don't want to take 100 pounds to a nudist colony that I never took before. So uh, I know, know there's I a hippie colony, hippie colony and Amish colony in the same community, and that's near Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. That's not what you're trying to think of, is it? No, I've been in it, and it's uh, in the uh, Amish colony, in the Quaker deal, and there are some really good people there. It's, mm. uh, you know, they work, they work really hard, but let me tell you something. If you people don't know this, and you're ever around that area, don't go in there taking photos of the children because they they don't even have a mirror in their house. A reflection is evil to them. And me and uh, my wife went in there and we took rolls of pictures and older boys would come get the little kids away. And we had them developed down in Florence, uh, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And the woman, when she developed them, said, how did you get these pictures of these kids? And I mean, they were so cute. You couldn't believe it with those, you know, you know, the clothes they wear. Right. And they would come up to the fence or they would be playing on something or working. You know, they'd work too, even though it was a uh, Sunday. I think they were doing some work. But we had some really great photos. And the woman had developed them. That's when you would leave them and come back and get them. Mm -hmm. She could not believe that we had photos of them because she said, that is something that is a no, 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 no. You just don't do that. But only, was, only mm -hmm. a nudist colony 
type person would ever would ever be able to pull a, a photo stunt oh. like that off. Pull that off. I caught a rattlesnake right there next to that nudist colony. That's great. That is great. Mm. Good for you. Good for you. I saved, maybe I saved somebody. (laughs) A hero, Jerry Short. I threw it it in the back of my truck and took it to Grenada Lake and threw it in the lake. How about that? Everything was cool. Jerry Short, thank you for, I guess we can thank you. Uh, I'm not sure after this week what what we need to say, but... uh, Let's hope you've got your clothes on today, and we all need to stay bundled up. And thank you again for your latest installment of Short Stories, and we'll catch you next week. If that was take one, we can do take two. No, no more takes. No more takes. You only get one shot. Okay. We've got you unclothed once and once only. Jerry, thank you very much. All right, buddy. That wraps up today's Y'all Show. Stick with us on the Tuesday edition. We'll have a barbecue report coming your way. Plus, we'll give you the latest with Southern political talk and what all is going on next across the South, politically speaking. And we'll have an update on all things Southern news on the Tuesday, y'all. And I want to remind you, later in the week, we're going to have Inman Major stop by. He's the author of the new book, Penelope Lemon. And it will be visiting with Inman in our Buy the Book feature. So you'll learn all about this great Southern author later in the week. That'll be on Thursday on the Y'all Show. Until tomorrow, have a good rest of your day. I'm John Rawls signing off. Thanks for listening to Y'all. Boostar Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirabit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Hey, small business owners. Whether you're known for designing dresses for divas or delivering amazingly accurate accounting, there's something that makes your business great. And Vistaprint is here to help you tell the world. That's why we're offering 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99. There are hundreds of styles to choose from, easy logo upload, and our team is standing by to help you out. So be bold, be brilliant, and be the person who gets 500 business cards for just $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code 7575 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7575. 
Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.